Welcome to Scale with Virtual Assistants, where we explore how to get support from virtual assistants so that you can grow your business and have a life. Hello, everyone. Today, we're going to talk about the five ways to delegate so that it is off your plate forever. And today, I'm joined by my business partner, Maureen Pound, and she reckon she's not the best delegator, but you know, she's learned a lot and she um, effectively delegates to our team now. So Maureen, um, tell me, what does delegation mean to you? So delegation is all, is a process really to get an outcome. So it's the process of handing over a whole task or bits of a task so that you can get things done more quickly or efficiently or off your plate forever. Yeah, well said. And I think delegation, you know, we're going to go through the steps. We're going to give you some really useful tools, but it's a little bit of an art form as well as a science. And so it's something that it grows over time. So Maureen, do you want to share with everyone a little bit about your delegation journey? Yeah, sure. I still don't think it's a natural state for me um, to delegate. Um, And I hired VAs, probably my first VA, I don't know, about 12 years ago, and it didn't go so well. So they were using, I got them to use Infusionsoft, which is now called Keep, which is sales and marketing software, and it's quite complex. So I, I wanted So the premise was wrong in the beginning. I wanted to hire someone to handle it, Mm. where really you don't hire people to handle things. You have to own the strategy. So I didn't even, wasn't clear enough about my strategy and what I needed to hand over in the first place. So it was very tricky for this person because they didn't know really what I wanted uh, and they were trying to make it all up themselves. So even though they were quite an expert in the software, I was knowing the strategy, so it was quite a disaster. Yeah, so it was the, it was the scope, the early stages where it went wrong. Um, and all, all through these um, steps that we're going to talk about, um, I'm very excited to hear about your insights and your journey to, to because I know that you effectively delegate now. So even though it might not be a natural state for you or the people listening, um, and even for me, I stuff up all the time, but it's about the willingness to go actually this is really important and I'm going to I'm going to do this and I'm going to make it happen and I'm going to learn and improve for next time yeah exactly exactly so the first uh step is to select the select the right task to delegate and so as Maureen said you can't delegate the strategy or for someone to just fix something just do Infusionsoft for me just get me leads like you can't delegate things that are that big. As a business owner, you need to own your own strategy and then get support with the implementation. And so uh, often I'm supporting business owners to work out of all the things that they need done in the business, where do you start? Where's the low-hanging fruit? And for me, I think it's often the high-volume and low-risk tasks. So examples of those might be... uh, putting the captions down the bottom of your videos. So you might have shot 20 videos and and getting your team member to do that. So it's high volume, there's a lot to do, but there's low risk. If there is a slight, you know, 
deviation from how you would like it, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. And another one for me, which we often do and let our clients know that it's a good one, is around LinkedIn. Mm. So um, connecting on LinkedIn. So, um, so for instance, in the beginning, it's high volume and low risk to know the target market of who you want them to connect with. So you give them those specs. Yes. Um, around exactly who you, you know, we want to uh, uh, connect to accountants in Melbourne, for instance, just really simply. Yes. And and so here's the, here's the connection message and all you do is, you know, connect to these people, right? Now that's a high volume, low risk. Now as you get to know your VA better and they get to know you better, then down the track they might help you, um, you know, research some more people or find a different group or make suggestions or whatever. But at the very beginning of a journey with any VA is that high volume, low risk. And um, it's a good way to get those things that have been, you know, hanging around for a while um, off your plate. Yes. And so, as Maureen said, as the relationship matures, you can then delegate bigger and bigger things. Like just the other morning, I said, oh, I want to have a workshop on Wednesday. Here's some copy for an email. And our team member, Tin, set up the um, broadcast sequence, set up the nurture sequence, all in keep. She did all the amazing tagging. Like she just did all these steps um, because we've worked together, because she's learned those things, because she knows that when Carmen says X, this is what I need to do. So over time, it, and that's why you need to nurture your virtual assistant to stay with you um, so that over time, you know, the value gets even more. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Awesome. So the next thing that you need to do to um, delegate so it's off your plate forever is to unpack your brain effectively. So often we're thinking things and we just expect people to read our minds. And what we really need to do is to unpack what are the steps to get to that outcome. And so, for example, one of the things that I often do with the team is if I'm asking them to do things, I record a video on Loom or I have them actually on Zoom Live and we we record the video and I go, okay, so now I'm opening up this file and then I'm doing this and then I'm calling it this and then I'm moving it over here and then I'm importing it here and then this is why I'm doing it like this and I explain it step by step. Um yeah. Yeah. See, this is where um, your brain is particularly good at this, Carmen. Um, but I want to say to other people out there that sometimes this is not linear. There's a million ways you could do something and you could take, do different steps in different directions. So I'll give you an example. Um, I wrote a book. Um, the editor came back and suggested some changes to this book. Now, I want the team to help me implement these changes. Now there could be a myriad of ways that I that I um, that I do this, and I actually well I don't know if procrastinated is the word, but um, put a lot of thought into it, but couldn't get it right in my own head. So sometimes you just have to really put the thought in because what I ended up coming up with, and this is the intricacy of it all, is I decided that I wanted the team member to fix up every bracket and full stop where they were in the wrong place. 
and it, and yeah. it was throughout the book because I'd done it um, certain way throughout the book, and it's not wasn't the right way. So instead of going, oh, can you do a whole lot of different edits, or in the, or or even three? I've just gone full stop bracket. Can you go through and make those changes? So again, it's a high volume, low risk, because she's going in there learning the software, being able to do that that particular task, and that's just the first step. And so then I know Nick, that, that I know that I've nutted out the further steps to getting this done. So my mm. whole point here is that sometimes unpacking your brain, if you've got a brain like mine and not a brain like Carmen's, is more um, complex than you think. So you've got to put the time and the energy into unpacking it. And sometimes there's not a perfect answer, um, but but at least you'll be able to delegate if you can unpack it in a way that works for you and your virtual assistant. Yeah, that's a great example. It is really nuanced. Like I was speaking to this business owner that had just started with his virtual assistant. They were like a week in. And I'm like, how's it going? And he goes, oh, it's actually a bit frustrating. Like I I asked her to do this like research project and come up. He was a photographer and he's like, I asked her to come up with ideas for blogs for me. And she returned this spreadsheet and it just wasn't what I wanted. And I'm just like, oh. So I said to him, okay, we need to define it more. She, She doesn't know you. She doesn't know your business. She doesn't know your industry yet. And so if you want to do this research, you need to be clearer and break it down. So I said, you you know who your competitors are that you want to check out what blogs they're doing. Get a list of your 10 competitors and you just have that in your head and say, go to their website and find their last 10 blogs and put the uh, the name of the blog and the link to the blog in an Excel spreadsheet. Then you'll have a list of 100 blogs and then you have a look at which ones interest you. It will take them less time because I just felt for his virtual assistant. She would have felt lost for that whole week going, oh, my goodness, I don't really know what he wants. I'm just going to deliver something. Um, And he's feeling annoyed because, you know, he didn't get what he wanted, whereas just that just refining the scope a little bit more and being clearer in the steps could have saved them both so much angst. Yeah, because... Un, you know, we've all got different brains and you unpack them and sometimes it's a bit scary what freaking comes out and you <laughs> might um, unpack it in a very jumbled way or not unpack it at all properly. Mm, yeah, for sure. And so unpacking your brain is is a bit of an art form. I get it wrong myself sometimes. Sometimes I don't know what I know and don't think to share, you know, certain things. And so you don't have to get it right all the time or every time, uh, but you do need to, you know, be open to going back and trying again. Yeah, good point. And so the next point around how to delegate so it's off your plate forever is to check for understanding. And so I have business owners say to me, oh, yes, my virtual assistant just smiles and nods at me or says, yes, 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 I can do it Um, because they want to please you. They they want to be able to do the things that you've just asked them. 
But I've seen business owners delegate. Like sometimes I'm in the meetings where they're delegating and the business owners are speaking gibberish. I don't understand what they want the virtual assistant to do, let alone the virtual assistant understanding. And so one way that you can check to see, first of all, you know, if your virtual assistant has understood you, is actually to ask them. So, Maureen, from what I've just shared, um, what do you see as the next steps? So instead of just going, Maureen, do you understand? And Maureen nods eagerly and then goes away and goes, fuck, I don't know what to do now. To actually say, you know, from your understanding, what are the next steps? Yeah. So you're not asking for a confirmation. So it's not a yes, no response, because that's really dangerous, as Carmen has said. So you've got to ask an open question where they have to then share their understanding. So then you can check in. A lot of times they will have got it right but there might be just a tweak or they'll share and then you realise that actually you've shared it incorrectly. You'd rather get them to do it another way. It's given you clarity yourself by them sharing. So it's a really, really beneficial thing to do and it might seem a bit over the top, but I think it's really, it saves time later on. Yeah, it's often in the, 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 uh, where, where the virtual assistants are sharing their understanding of what I've just shared, that I go, oh, actually, no, because when I hear you, what I've just asked them to do back at me, I get different ideas. And so it's that iterative uh, process as well. And I find that with our team now, Maureen, because our team have been working with us for a long time, I don't need to formally check for understanding. They just do it themselves. Yeah. So whether it's a Zoom call where we're having the, the interaction or whether it's on um, Slack when it's typing, or whether it's a delayed response where they're like, yeah, I thought I understood it, but now I've got some questions, or, you know, do you want me to do this or this, um, that, that they come to me with that. So, But at the start, I really suggest you formally do it. Okay, I'm delegating this. I need to stop and I need to check for understanding. Great point. Yeah. So then sometimes when you delegate, it's, not going to be perfect either your delegation is not going to be perfect and or your virtual assistant's understanding of what you've delegated is not going to be perfect so the next step uh, of how to delegate so it's off your plate forever is to either implement a check step or accept variation okay let me give you what the heck do you mean carmen what do you mean uh, let's bring the example okay so the gym gym. let's do a check step up one two three four (laughs) Okay, so I'll give you two examples, one that's a virtual assistant one and one about my son and shampoo. But anyway, so the virtual assistant one is our virtual assistants now, they create the social media post from our content. So this podcast, they'll probably develop five or ten posts around this podcast. And um, I give them free range. They've worked with us for a long time and we'll just randomly see posts. But at the start of working with your virtual assistant, or if it's a high risk thing, you can implement a check step where they get your podcast, they produce this content, and then you review it all before it goes out. Like, so this control in place. So, and and obviously that adds a little bit that, you know, could make you the bottleneck. It adds a bit of extra work for you, but it means that you've got that control before things go public. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, and there's another one. So just say you've got someone in your LinkedIn who's answering requests. In the beginning, they'll write a message back or do a check with you that the, is this a good message to send back to the person? 
or they'll get your support with it and it's like a, a check step. But then over time they'll get there's patterns. There's patterns in yes. life, of course, in the world. So they're gonna get similar questions. So if someone writes and says how much is it, they'll then know what the company line is on what response to do. But in the very beginning they won't, so they need that extra check step. So they might yes. try and answer it and send it to you and go, Is this okay? And then you might tweak it. Or they might come to you and go, what do I write in this situation? Yeah, so it's a really good example. So when the team did my messages at the start, there's lots of checking and writing things every day. Um, whereas now it's, I might get like five a week where they go, hey, Carmen, I'm thinking of responding and saying this. What do you think? And I just go, yes, or modify this. Um, so that's a great example. So the check step doesn't need to have to be there forever. Um, but if you... But if you're not going to have a check step, you need to accept variation. So with the social media posts, occasionally I see something that the team put out. I'm like, mm, I wouldn't have done it like that. And sometimes I need to give feedback to the team, but it's accepting that variation. So uh, I'll give you an example from my son. My son does our Woolworth online order. So um, he orders all the food for the house to be delivered. He decides what we eat and what's coming. Uh, we put out like little wish list in. So I might go, oh, Tristan, I need more shampoo. And so over time I've taught him, okay, Tristan, I like the shampoo that's on half half price. Like I, I, you know, I just like a bit of variation and why spend full price on something when you can get something for half price? And so for about six months now, my son's just been buying me whatever shampoo's on half price. But there was this one week where there was no half price shampoo. So he goes, okay, well, you know, she probably wants to save money, so I'll buy her the cheap $2 shampoo. Um, what I didn't share with him was I didn't really, saving money wasn't my primary thing. Uh, getting good shampoo was my primary thing. So this $2 shampoo was like watery and shit and it was just a good reminder that if I delegate something, because my instructions were incomplete, I need to accept some variation sometimes. Yeah. So, yeah, it was that combo, wasn't it? You wanted good quality shampoo that was on, a, on special. Yeah, and I could have had a check step where show me the whole list before you submit the order, but I don't want to put that effort in. So, um, and and it's a refining. So you might have variation in the shampoo or your social media posts or whatever, but then you can give feedback and then tighten it for next time. Yeah, and I tell you what, some of the stuff that was put out on social media over the last four years since we've had VAs, um. I have really learnt to accept variation. The ones I hate is when they do a quote that they've grabbed from somewhere because they're showing initiative and doing it, but I'm like, oh, my God, that's just shit. Like, like I don't want to be known for that quote. Yep. Um, and they've got the thing is I've probably used it somewhere in a different context or there's a bigger picture yeah. to it or I don't think it should be a standalone quote. But I've really got to go, does it matter that much? So is it more important to get lots of great or pretty good social media content than to hold it back and have it mm. getting it to 95%? And so yeah. I often accept that variation. Yeah, and there's a combination of going, 
you know, with that quote example, it got to a stage where I, where I actually had to pull it in and go, actually, no, 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 I don't want you using any quotes unless we approve them. Um, and so so I did implement a check step because it just got, you know, I felt uncomfortable <laughs> with some of the yeah. quotes that were put beside my face. Um, so, but, you know, overall, the team had got pretty free range with our social media. So, yeah, it's that yeah. combination. And let's admit it, you know, we've done some shit content, Carmen, and they're putting it out there. It's not their fault, it's ours. <laughs> we and need you know our what? own some of, step. Some of the content that they've produced for us, which I wasn't a fan of, has gone well. So it's not like I have all the answers anyway. No, good point. Um, but, I, yeah, so so there's five ways to delegate so that it's off your plate forever. The first thing is to select the right things to delegate. The second one is to unpack your brain effectively. The third one is to check for understanding, not just that passive nodding yes. And the fourth is to either implement a check step or accept variation. If your virtual assistant gets it slightly not how you imagined it and you don't have that check step, you need to accept that and then work out what you're going to do next. And the fifth fifth thing is exercise your delegation muscle. So I see delegation as, you know, similar to how you grow muscles in the gym. Delegation is hard. It can be scary. It can be make you feel uncomfortable. But in my mind, there is no other option. You either delegate or you don't grow. Yeah, profound, calm and profound. It's true. It's true. Um, and, yeah, and then you get better at it like anything. And it's also yeah. a little bit of pain for long-term gain, which is, again, you know, we all say that at the gym where it's like, oh, this is a bit hard and it's a bit hard to get out of bed in the morning and put my runners on, but I'm going to do it. Well, let's be honest, I don't. You know, you do. <laughs> I do it in the <laughs> afternoon. Um, but it, it, so... If you don't, then you're going to have long-term pain of having your plate too full. There's too much to do and you can't do it all. And there's all the things that you really want to do in your business and you can't because you're bloody posting on social media yourself. Yeah. And sometimes the clients are a bit vulnerable and say, look, Carmen, I I'm, I'm, don't know how to delegate or I don't know how to build the relationship and whatever. And I just look at them and go, I don't expect you to be perfect. All I expect you to do is be open to learning about yourself and receiving feedback and adapting and changing. That is all you need. You do not need to be perfect. I am not perfect at delegation and we've got a team of 12 and I support people to delegate. Like you do not need to be perfect. You're pretty good though. (laughs) But I mess up even then. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like anything. You are going to mess up occasionally. And you'll just learn from it and you probably won't mess up in that area again, you know, yeah. and you might mess up in another one. But well, after I told my son that I produced content about the $2 shampoo, he's now, you know, learnt my my refined requirements. Yeah, and, <laughs> and it's so um, liberating to get the benefits of all of being able to delegate. Yeah. Even being able to delegate at 80% in terms of effective and efficiency you know you are going to be able to take that holiday you are going to be able to grow you know you are going to be able to um, reap the rewards of being in your business and growing your business for the reasons that you first went into your business 
Yeah, well said. So there's the five ways to delegate so it's off your plate forever. Um, we support our clients with this practically. So when uh, our clients start with their virtual assistants, we have an um, uh, Australian team member meet with them every week and their virtual assistant um, basically until they tell us to go away because it's going fine and they don't want to see our face every week. And even then we're always checking in with the business owner and your virtual assistant just to check in, see how it's going because a small tweak in the delegation can have a big um, impact on the result and the success of the relationship. So, uh, yeah, this is this is pretty awesome. So there you have it, five ways to delegate so it's off your plate forever. If you want to learn more about us, go visit globalteams.com.au.